More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. White House Press Secretary has refused to say whether Biden, uh, why he has not sanctioned Russian billionaires connected to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their corrupt business dealings. She says, oh, you got to ask the family about that. I'm the White House. Now, the president of the United States of America has the power to sanction. He's not sanctioned specifically two different Russian oligarchs, billionaires that have done business with Hunter Biden. Uh, Regarding Russia's sanctions, I'm wondering if you could uh, share the reason why President Biden hasn't sanctioned the Russian billionaires uh, Vladimir Yevtushenkov and Yelena Batarina. Um, How how is he handling the conflict of interest there, given his son was a business associate of these two people? And can you confirm that as sitting vice president, he dined with Batarina in Georgetown? I'm just not speaking to um, anything that's related to his son from here. If you want to ask a question about uh, Hunter Biden specifically, I would refer you to his family. And as it relates to any sanctions, I'm not speaking to individual uh, individual persons uh, that are from Russia. All right. So Russian billionaires who shopped for U.S. property with Hunter Biden, we now know dined also with Joe Biden in Georgetown. It is official have dodged these sanctions. These two Russian billionaires who managed to dodge every round of U.S. sanctions over Moscow's year old invasion of Ukraine They even went property shopping, we are now told, with Hunter Biden and then dined with a then sitting Vice President Joe Biden and discussed favors they might swap. Sources are now confirming to the New York Post. New details of Joe and Hunter Biden's association with these two billionaires fleshed out tantalizing clues from the first son's abandoned laptop. The sources that spoke with the New York Post this week confirmed after the duo was yet again spared and a fresh batch of sanctions announced by the Treasury Department on Friday that did not include these two oligarchs. Quote, I think it's very fishy, said one source who had firsthand knowledge of the business relationship between Hunter Biden and the billionaires, who is sanctioned, by the way, by the UK and Australian governments, but not by the US. So these two individuals have been sanctioned already by the UK and by Australia, because they're that high up on the list of Russian oligarchs, and then that closely tied to the Kremlin and to Vladimir Putin. I think it should be, I think he should be sanctioned, is what a former U.S. ambassador to Russia under President Barack Obama actually said in an interview this past week to the New York Post. Estimated worth by Forbes to be at $1.7 billion. The former ambassador to Russia under President Barack Obama said, quote, I don't understand why he has not been sanctioned. I can tell you exactly why, because they were doing business with the Biden crime family. 
One of these Russian billionaires has an empire until recently included Russian rocket and, and radar maker RTI, as well as a drone maker, and even admitted last year that he met with Hunter Biden for breakfast at the Ritz-Carlton in Manhattan on March 14th of 2012, but, quote, denied any further contact. However, we know that's a lie because there are emails and multiple calendar entries from Hunter Biden's former laptop that show that they were set to meet again on January the 27th of 2013 for dinner at D.C.'s Cafe Milano before looking at a commercial real estate development the next day near Dulles International Airport in Northern Virginia. I asked, why are you doing this on the front end before I understood what they were going to, that they were going to buy some real estate, the source says to the Post. Why are you even doing this? Why would you be paying the son of the vice president to meet at a public restaurant in New York City? Question mark. He made it very clear to me that, you know, I think it would be good to have a good relationship with this guy. Maybe he can do a favor for us and we can do a favor for him. The source continued. It was a complete quid pro quo that he was going for. I told him that it's not the way it works in America, the source says, but he basically laughed at me and told me I was so naive. The source recalled the Russian oligarch, whose holdings also include Russia's largest cell phone provider, MTS, which faced a long-running investigation to nearly $1 billion in bribes paid to Uzbekistani officials between 2004 and 2012. MTS, which was listed on the New York Stock Exchange before trading it in, in its shares, was suspended in July of last year, ultimately settled the case with, with the Trump Justice Department in 2019, agreeing to pay an $850 million fine. A different source, meanwhile, told the Post he vividly recalled Batarina, this is the other Russian oligarch, oligarch number two, and her husband, ex-Moscow mayor, who doesn't get that job unless Vladimir Putin gives it to you, looking like, quote, an odd couple at a now infamous intimate dinner with Hunter and his father, the then vice president. We know that meal actually happened. It's long been uncertain whether Batarina, estimated by Forbes to be worth $1.4 million, and her husband attended a dinner in 2015, also at Cafe Milano, the same Georgetown restaurant where Hunter and the other Russian oligarchs set a date more than two years prior. They could have played themselves on Saturday Night Live, said the source who attended the dinner and was able to identify the couple in part because he met with that one Russian oligarch who died in 2019 on several other occasions. Another source previously told the Post that a pairing matching Batarina and her husband's general appearance were in the restaurant meeting with Hunter Biden. The husband, who was Moscow's mayor for 18 years until 2010, looked a lot older than Batarina, 27 years her husband's junior, who went overboard on her appearance and ended up resembling Jennifer Coolidge's comic portrayal of an insecure woman in HBO's The White Lotus. By the way, amazing, isn't it, that this all comes down to like that? It was an odd dinner because there was then the prime minister and then the mayor and then his wife. And it was not a big table. And then there was somebody there from some food charity making a pitch for support. They added. I mean, it was it was a little odd. The whole thing. Nevertheless, get the deal done at all costs. Right. Nevertheless, get the deal done no matter what. In an email at the time. 
from Hunter Biden's laptop, Hunter wrote that the meal would be ostentatious. It would be uh, about his role as chairman of the World Food Program, would be the alibi. His father, who was then the sitting vice president, arrived at the dinner and stayed for about 40 minutes, the second source told The Post, even sitting down to eat and then posing for a photo with the entire group. The gathering also featured an executive at Ukrainian energy company, listen carefully, Burisma, which, as you know, paid Hunter up to $1 million per year beginning in 2014, while his VP dad controlled the Obama administration's Ukrainian policy. After the dinner, Hunter Biden received an email the next day to thank him for giving an opportunity to meet your father, forming the basis of the post-1st October 2020 bombshell from Hunter Biden's laptop. Joe Biden called the report a false Russian plant at the time, and social media platforms and Twitter, as you know, and Facebook censored it. Batterina would have been familiar with Hunter Biden, having met him and, then, and, and his then-business partner, Devin Archer, for a drink we know in April of 2014 at a well-known place that Russian oligarchs hang out overlooking Italy's Lake Como. On the same trip, Hunter also met with the Ukrainian-Russian oligarch owner of Burisma. And now you know how much money he was making. Two months earlier, just so you know, on February the 14th, 2014, we know for a fact that Batarina wired $3.5 million to the bank account of Rosemont Seneca Thornton, an investment fund associated with Archer and with Hunter Biden. Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican from Wisconsin, who co-authored a September 2020 report by GOP-led Senate committees, revealed the wire told the Post, quote, it's clear that Hunter Biden's questionable business dealings with individuals from Russia and China have compromised President Biden and continue to raise conflicts of interest concerns. Uh, that is here. It is but with Hunter Biden and Russian oligarchs. It is truly shocking here uh, that this is happening and the fact that no one seems to be caring about it. Uh, which is pretty absurd. And the Russian oligarch uh, that have been financially doing business with the Biden crime family, no problems here. None at all. Like zero. I I am shocked that... let, Let me rephrase this. I'm not shocked that they were doing this. I am shocked that they're refusing to silence or refusing to... Um, put sanctions on these individuals at this point. And, and it goes back to the point I was saying before. It is very clear that the Biden crime family is completely compromised. I mean, it is abundantly clear that they are compromised right now. Why would you not sanction these individuals? Senator Johnson, Republican Wisconsin, who co-authored that September 2020 report by GOP-led Senate committees revealing the wire transfer between the Russian oligarch and Hunter Biden's company told The Post it's clear that Hunter Biden's questionable business dealings with individuals from Russia and China have compromised President Biden. Our work on this matter remains ongoing and we will continue to provide the American people with transparency and evidence of the Biden's extensive financial connections with foreign nationals with questionable backgrounds. Senator Marsha Blackburn said yesterday, quote, it's extremely concerning that Biden-linked Russian nationals are avoiding sanctions. 
If this happened under a Republican White House, the mainstream media would be up in arms, added Blackburn. The latest report is further proof of the deep level of corruption occurring within the Hunter Biden and Biden Inc. and this White House. House Oversight Committee Chairman Representative James Comer, Republican from Kentucky, said this. It's alarming that Hunter Biden's Russian oligarch pals are missing from the Treasury Department's public sanctions list of Russian entities and oligarchs. What we do know is one of the two Russian oligarchs contacted by the Post through the press department declined to comment, including about whether he bought property in cooperation with Hunter Biden. The Post's first source said he had heard secondhand that three properties may have been purchased in the U.S. as part of the partnership. Batarina, whose U.S. investments may have reached an eye-popping nine figures, was contacted through her Be Open think tank, but did not immediately respond to questions, nor did an attorney for Hunter Biden or a spokesperson for the White House respond. Yesterday, a Post reporter asked Biden on the White House lawn for an explanation of the non-sanctions, the non-sanctioning of his son's Russian oligarch associates, but Biden didn't reply, and it's unclear if he heard the question as he walked to Marine One helicopter. Biden allies previously sought to downplay his association, by the way, with Batarina and the $3.5 million wire transfer. An anonymous source told the Washington Post last year that Devin Archer was supposed to dissolve the corporate entity that received the funds, but secretly kept it in existence for his own use. However, emails from Hunter's laptop show he was actively engaged in courting Batarina. About a month after the wire transfer, Archer wrote to Hunter to say he was with Yelena. And an April 26, 2014 email from Hunter to Archer also said, quote, we should ask Yelena to fund a short-term development team to scope projects after an attempted real estate deal in Manhattan fell through. The Biden campaign, just so you know, in 2020, vaguely denied that the April 2015 Cafe Milano meetup even occurred, saying, quote, we have received Joe Biden's official schedules from the time and no meeting, as alleged by the New York Post, ever took place after Biden won the presidency. That's what the WFP's USA's former president, Rick Leach, told the Washington Post that Joe Biden did attend, but only briefly to meet with Greek Orthodox leaders. So he wasn't there, then he was there, but he wasn't there to meet with the Russian oligarch, but he did dine with the Russian oligarch. But it wasn't for the Russian oligarch. That's the story you're supposed to believe. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, so there is a new possible frontrunner in the Democratic Party for the presidency, and his name is not Joe Biden. It's not even a dude. It's a chick. Who am I talking about? Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama has done something that was very interesting. She has stopped short of endorsing President Biden and his reelection bid. Why? I think it's pretty clear. Actually, I think it's really clear. She's now thinking about running for president. Otherwise, why would a former first lady stop short of endorsing the current president of the United States of America and a guy that helped them win not one but two elections? This was talked about last night on Fox News Channel with Jesse Waters talking about the fact that Michelle literally stopped short of endorsing President Biden for re-election. Take a listen. Met with China's President Xi Jinping for the first time since taking office, and it was a chance for Biden to confront Xi on what he's done to us, the fentanyl flooding into our towns, the virus unreleased onto our shores. But those things don't really seem important to the president. Joe was there for one thing and one thing only, to talk about the climate. The world expects, I believe, China and the United States to play key roles in addressing global challenges from climate uh, changes to food insecurity. Food insecurity. What happened to COVID and fentanyl? Biden campaigned on being tough on China, right? I spent more time with Xi Jinping than any world leader had by the time we left office. This is a guy who is, has, doesn't have a Democratic with a small d bone in his body. This is a guy who is a thug. We've got to make it clear. They must play by the rules. Thank you, period, 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 period. Pumping millions of dollars in fentanyl pills into the country isn't playing by the rules. Unleashing a virus and then covering it up isn't playing by the rules. Biden forgot his promise. He always does. But the press isn't even allowed to ask him about it. Dozens of reporters traveled with him halfway around the world, and only four were allowed to ask questions. I'm told there are going to be four questioners, but I'm not going to do 10 questions from each questioner. All right? Let's make that clear at the outset here. (laughs) Biden was given a prepared list of approved questioners. Somehow, our very own stupid son of a bitch, Peter Ducey, didn't make the cut. But when it came time for Joe to read from the note card, he had a little trouble. Um, uh, I can't have trouble reading this. Reuters, uh, Natanja Bose. The whole world was watching, and he can't read from a piece of paper. This is why we're nervous. This guy's supposed to be president for the next two years. And some Democrats want to see another four. <laughs> I mean, I don't see how that's possible, but I mean, even Joe's old friend Michelle Obama isn't ready to endorse Biden just yet. Do you hope that President Biden will run again in 2024? You know, I, 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 I will have to see. <laughs> Monica Crowley is a yeah. former assistant treasury secretary and host of the Monica Crowley Politics. Have you ever seen Michelle that tongue-tied? I've never seen her speechless like that before, (laughs) Jesse. Look, I think after the midterm election results, there are a lot of Democrats who have come out publicly like Mrs. Pelosi and said, oh, sure, Joe's going to run again in 2024. We're all behind him. They're placating him, okay? The only person who thinks Joe Biden is going to run for re-election is Joe Biden, okay? <laughs> because he's, he's not all there, right? He can't even read. 
Mrs. Obama, and you and I have talked about this before, you know, there, there might be some other Democratic challengers, Kamala Harris, Gavin Newsom, Mrs. Clinton. But the one that the, really the dog that hasn't barked is Mrs. Obama. She's oh. got this new book out. She is like everywhere. There's a great new documentary out called Michelle Obama 2024 that oh, lays no. all of this out. She is actually following the path of her husband, Stop and it. Bill Clinton. And You're Mrs. not serious. Do I, you I think- don't know. I, all I'm saying is nobody is really focused on her as a potential Democratic candidate. But I think, you know, she's sort of laying the groundwork with this book tour. Oh, she's you targeting are women and minorities. Up trouble. I don't know about this. She's got a voting rights group that oh, she was running no. with Stacey Abrams. I, I'm telling you, she could, could be. Could she the confront dark horse. Xi Jinping on fentanyl and COVID? Could she do that? Because Joe is just out to lunch. Well, uh, look, Joe Biden is really compromised by the CCP. He and his family, including Hunter and his brother and Joe Biden, have gotten tens of millions of dollars from the CCP and related enterprises. So the idea that the American commander in chief is going to be tough on China when the Chinese essentially own him, literally own him, forget it. Even though you have over a million Americans dead from COVID, hundreds of thousands dead from fentanyl. And you remember how seriously he took COVID. Every death, I mean, he he mourned every death. He carried the piece of paper. Remember the little piece of paper he used to come out and read how many deaths there were at the time? You're saying that thing came from China and he doesn't care anymore because he's gotten money from Beijing? He doesn't raise it with them. And the question every American needs to ask is, is the president of the United States serving America's interests or his own? And is it because the Chinese have so much compromise on Joe Biden and because they have paid the Biden family so much money, this is why he remains soft on China? That is a legitimate question for every American to ask. Well, I heard that the press has to submit their questions beforehand. One of the, yes. I believe it was an African reporter, she got really angry at Pierre because she never gets called on. And she blew the whistle and she said, listen, these things are sent in advance. He gets the questions in advance. The people are pre-selected. Is anybody ever going to ask him, do you think your family's financial situation is affecting your policy towards China? Well, and not just that. I mean, obviously, China is our premier enemy, right? Our premier uh, foreign enemy. And so this is a legitimate question that needs to be asked. Nobody has asked it yet. But consider the other big hot spot in the world, Ukraine. The Biden crime family is completely compromised on Ukraine. So, again, is the president of the United States representing all of us in America's interests or is he representing his own interests and that of his family? And maybe Peter Ducey will get to ask that one of these press conferences. I hope so. We'll hold our breath. All right. Thanks, Monica. You bet. I think she's actually right. I've known Monica for a long time. I think this is exactly what they're thinking about here. That if you're Michelle Obama, you're doing all the right things and you're looking for a lane. You're looking for an avenue. You're looking for an opportunity. That's clearly what this is about, is that opportunity. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Michelle Obama uh, looks to be making moves, quite possibly to run for President of the United States of America. Uh, is this something that she did by accident? No. Michelle Obama, just so you know, is actually a very, very, very smart person. I want you to understand that. Like, she's not an idiot. Um, sometimes I think we we conflate our, our, our lack of respect for a person politically and what they do, what they believe in as saying, oh, well, they're stupid. I, I don't do that. I think you have to look at your adversaries and understand what you're up against like i don't think that china by the way and xi jinping is is a is an idiot i also don't think that vladimir putin's an idiot right i don't think that kim jong-un is an idiot i there are things that i can't stand about them but i i respect them as an adversary you look at michelle obama and how she's throwing this down and there are now democrats uh are that are actually saying we should look to obama michelle should Biden or Harris decline to run? And then there's others have said maybe maybe they should just run her anyway. Democrats now say Michelle Obama has the, quote, it factor that could maybe beat Donald Trump in 2024. While Democratic leaders are publicly rallying behind Joe Biden to be their guy for the 2024 presidential election, behind the scene, Democratic donors are terrified. We played you that audio, by the way, yesterday of him talking about having a surgery and they cut his head, his brain off or his head off a couple times. He said that publicly yesterday. The guy clearly doesn't have what it takes to be president. Uh, I, I would refer to what they're doing to him now as elder abuse, no different than elder abuse. That's my opinion. But what I do know from all this is that it's clear that there is massive cognitive decline and Democrats know it. They see it. Whether the media admits it, whether the media will talk about it, uh, is irrelevant, in my opinion. I, I really do believe that this is a issue of the media saying, are the Democrats going, all right, we know it's bad. We just got to figure out how bad it is. Right? Like, we know that this president clearly cognitively is just not there. But do we have another option? If it's Michelle Obama... That's an option I guess they like. Um, yesterday, it happened again. Joe Biden tripped going up the stairs on Air Force One. Reporters called it a, quote, they're now categorizing it as a, quote, quick trip. Not kidding. Quick. Air Force One, just like that. He touched down not even four hours that ago. That was a quick trip. But as you said, very impactful. Yeah, it's just a quick trip. Yeah. He tripped up the stairs again. Now, he's fallen twice that we know about. Now he's tripping as he's holding on to the rail. This is happening more and more often. Biden also 
claimed again yesterday a lie that he's been fact checked on, but I think it's because he gets lost in his speeches, so he goes back to lines that he can remember that he claims that he cut the deficit in this country. That's a lie. I did all we did and all the stuff you guys wanted me doing and some more, and we still cut the deficit in the last two years by $1.7 trillion. That didn't happen, by the way. The fact checkers have fact checked him on it and said it didn't happen. Everybody knows it's a lie, and he keeps going back to these stories and these lines here, right, that are there. Um, I think that this is a real possibility. That's my opinion. I really do. I think there's a very good chance here that she, Michelle Obama, is going to really look at this. And I think the Democratic Party is trying to figure out, could she be the silver, the, the bullet they need to get their mojo back? Something else that happened, the White House says, uh, is, is refusing to say even whether Biden is sanctioned Russian billionaire uh, for what's happening in Russia with all the corruption. Take a listen. Uh, regarding Russia's sanctions, I'm wondering if you could uh, share the reason why President Biden hasn't sanctioned the Russian billionaires uh, Vladimir Yevtushenkov and Yelena Paterina. Um, how, how is he handling the conflict of interest there, giving his son was a business associate of these two people? And can you confirm that as sitting vice president, he dined with Paterina in Georgetown? I, I'm just not speaking to um, anything that's related to his son from here. If you want to have, if you want to ask question about uh, Hunter Biden specifically, I would refer you to his family. And as it relates to any sanctions, I'm not speaking to individual uh, individual persons uh, that are from Russia. Think about that response. We have found out yesterday in a major move that the White House has not sanctioned the Russian billionaires that his son was doing business with. A bunch of other ones we've done, not this one. Right? Not this one. A bunch of other ones we've done, not this one. We have a president that won't even call out Mexico for the abduction of four American citizens. Quite possibly the murdering of two in broad daylight as we saw their lifeless bodies being drugged into the back of pickup trucks. We have a president that still has not spoken out about that, defending the Americans in Mexico. And we have now a president that can't even sanction the people that he wants or needs to sanction if they have business deals with his son. Some of them he ate with in Georgetown. And the White House says, I don't have to answer that question. I'm not going to answer that question. I don't need to answer that question. The arrogance factor here is truly at an all-time high from him. Like, the arrogance factor here is incredible. This White House, I don't have to answer that question. I know these billionaires did business with Hunter Biden. I know he dined with them, but if it's about Hunter Biden, we don't answer that question. Uh, Regarding Russia's sanctions, I'm wondering if you could uh, share the reason why President Biden hasn't sanctioned the Russian billionaires uh, Vladimir Yevtushenkov and Yelena Paterina. How how is he handling the conflict of interest there, giving his son was a business associate of these two people? And can you confirm that as sitting vice president, he dined with Paterina in Georgetown? I'm just not speaking to um, anything that's related to his son from here. If you want to have if you want to ask question about uh, Hunter Biden specifically, I would refer you to his family. By the way, we're not asking questions about Hunter Biden. We're asking questions about the president not sanctioning two people as the president. That's the part that they're missing here. I want to remind you, you can download the Ben Ferguson podcast. We do our podcast six days a week. So make sure you download the Ben Ferguson podcast now. 
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.